Welcome to the Seek First CEO Podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi, friend. I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO Podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here and we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I wanna help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus, while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with Him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. Hey, sister friend, I've got an encouraging episode for you today. This has been coming up in so many coaching sessions and the idea of being scared being fearful of the very thing God is calling you to do. Can I first say this feeling is so normal? And I want to explain to you why from from a biblical perspective and from a brain science perspective. Why does it feel scary for you to go after the thing that God's put on your heart to fulfill your calling, to do the thing. And why, why are the things that also, they kind of excite you, but they also can make you a little scared. They, they bubble up some thoughts and ideas. It's totally normal. If that's you, you're normal. In fact, I believe that if you're doing something that doesn't frighten you a little bit, that doesn't stretch you a little bit, you're probably not in your calling. Not to say that we don't get confident and we don't get you know, better at the things that we do, but I believe the Lord's always stretching us. So uh, this quote has been floating around. I've posted it on social media a couple times. It came up in a coaching call as, you know, one of one of the women that's in the inner circle was doing a coaching call and just said, you know, it's really hard. Like it's really hard to wait. And the Lord just reminded me that we are made to do hard things. And then he took it a step further and said, we are actually made to do holy things. And so maybe you're waiting for something that sometimes we think waiting is hard, but what if waiting is holy? Maybe sometimes we think that stepping out in faith and doing something, maybe you want to start a podcast and it seems really hard. What if we replaced hard with holy? What if the thing that the Lord is asking you to do is more about being holy? And I want to take this to scripture And then I also want to share with you some really practical ways, and we're going to dive a lot deeper into brain science and biblical principles next Wednesday, June 15th at 1.30. I'm going to drop the link so you can register. I am hosting a masterclass called Master Your Kingdom Mindset Masterclass, and I'm going to share with you more in more depth of what I'm going to share with you today about your brain and about really why you're not where where you want to be in your business. Why are you not where you want to be? If you know that God's called you to this, then why are you not there? Part of that's time, right? Part of that's processing. Part of that's because maybe he is preparing you for it and it's a it's a holy weight. Um, but other parts of it is because the enemy doesn't want you to do that. And so I want to look at scripture and talk about this idea that you are made to do hard 
and holy things. First of all, let's define hard. Hard is relative. Something that is hard to me might not be hard to you and vice versa. So when we say that's hard, we have to recognize that that's not hard for everybody necessarily. So if it's not hard for everybody, does it have to be hard for you? What you say about something, what you believe about something, what you think about something is going to directly impact the results that you're getting. It's going to directly impact the situation. So if you believe that, again, I'll just use podcasting as an example, you believe that podcasting is hard, Well, your brain is wired to keep you comfortable. Your brain is wired to keep you familiar. Your brain is wired to keep you safe. So if you are telling yourself that podcasting is hard and it's the very thing that God's called you to do, then I want to help give you the tools to overcome that hard and change the idea that podcasting is hard, that listen, if God's calling you to do it, then really podcasting is, is, is a form of you becoming more like him and doing what he's called you to do, being sanctified, being set apart, being holy, and doing what the Lord has asked you to do. Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's handiwork, depending on which translation, for we are God's masterpiece, for we are God's workmanship. You are God's handiwork. That means it's work, and that means it, it can be, be dirty, like we're gonna, it's, it's, we're using our hands created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do, or so that we can do the things he planned for us long ago, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. I love looking at different translations of scripture. It helps me wrap my brain around what is God trying to tell me here? What revelation does he want me to understand? And so If you are God's masterpiece, you are his workmanship, you are his handiwork, that means he's working on you, he's working in you so that he can work through you. Do you think the enemy likes that? Absolutely not. And so what does the enemy use? He uses fear. He uses ideas of that's hard. That's scary. What will they think? What will they say? I have no value to add to people. People don't care what I have to say. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not whatever. The enemy will use fear, attacking the very parts of your heart that he knows will make you question it. This is why we have to be rooted in truth. When you believe that you are a masterpiece, that God is creating something with you. Let me tell you, I this verse has a very special place in my heart. When I walked through a very deep, traumatic um, healing season from trauma, the Lord used this verse and he said, Heather, you are my masterpiece. But if you want to be my masterpiece, you have to hand me your pieces. I want to be your master. I am your master. But... You have to hand the master your pieces. And so what are the pieces that the enemy is using against you? You're not enoughness. You're not whatever enough or whatever it is that you're fearing. What piece do you need to give to the Lord so the master can make you his masterpiece? This is where sometimes in the entrepreneur world that we can be really prideful and we make it all about us when really God is like, give me your pieces and let me do a, a work. Let me allow you to be my workmanship my handiwork, my masterpiece. And the cool part is, the last part of this verse, is that God prepared in advance these things for us. God knew 
your shortcomings when he said, yep, her. I want her to do this. You were made to do things that might seem, sound, feel hard because you are meant to do it with the Lord. You're meant to give him all of your pieces so that he can make a masterpiece of it. And you are meant to do good works. And you are meant to do holy things. Man, that word can be intimidating a little bit, but let's just look at what does holy mean? Holy, it means set apart, sanctified, different, right? We are in the world, but we're not of the world. Is that true though? Are we? And this is convicting of me. You know, if I look and sound, smell, you know, feel all the things like anybody else, then does that mean I am holy? Does that mean I'm set apart? 2 Corinthians 7, 1 says, Therefore, since we have these promises, dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. You were made to do holy things. 1 Peter 1, 15 to 16 says, But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, Be holy, because I am am holy. If we truly are co-laboring with the Lord, then it's not about us. It's about God in us, God through us, God with us. And my friend, God is for you. He is for you to fulfill this calling that he has on your life. You're not meant to be this independent, strong woman having to figure it out on her own. No, God wants you to do hard and holy things with him. In fact, you need the Holy Spirit to be able to do these things with him. So now that we understand the the spiritual side of it, right? You are made to do hard and holy things. But I want to help you look at hard and choose to believe something else. So again, if you looked at podcasting, I don't know why I'm using this as an example. Maybe some of you, the Lord is calling you to do podcasting. So my question to you is, why are you not doing it? What are the real reasons? What are the thoughts that you are thinking about podcasting? Maybe one of them, it's hard. Maybe one of them, it's something that I thought. Maybe it's that you you don't have enough to say. You'll run out of content. That was a lie the enemy was using against me so that I thought, oh my gosh, if I start a podcast and I have to do an episode every single week, what if I run out of content? What if I don't perform good enough? What if people disagree with me? What if I say something wrong that's really not you know, maybe it's maybe not biblically, uh, like theologically sound. I have all those questions and I still do. But I also recognize that God doesn't expect perfection from me, but he does expect me to look hard in the face and say, God, with you, I can do all things. With you, not by myself, with you. I don't even want to do it by myself. And with you, God, I can do holy things, things that feel hard. Maybe they're just perhaps a sanctification process. Maybe it's just really making us more like Jesus, making us more like God, making us holy. He has saved us and called us to a holy life, 2 Timothy 1.9 says, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. Man, I just think we could do a word study on holy. And what does that mean? Are we truly living a life set apart? So 
those thoughts, those ideas that are swirling in your mind that are keeping you from doing the very thing that God is asking you to do. I want to help you uncover what is it that's actually keeping you stuck. And so I'm going to give you some tips today on this. And again, we go so much deeper in my group coaching program called Made to Flow. The whole concept is that you weren't made to fight You were not made to flight. You were not made to freeze, which is our automatic response when we face fear of any kind. We fight, flight, or freeze, but you were made to flow. And I'm going to go into this in more detail in the masterclass, so join it. But I want to help you understand from a brain perspective that your brain is wired to keep you safe, it's wired to keep you comfortable, and it's wired to keep you familiar. And so the very thing God's calling you to do is not going to feel safe because you've never done it before. It's not going to feel familiar. It's not going to feel comfortable because God wants to do something bigger than you and it's going to require him. And so, of course, you're going to feel those things. But instead of thinking that this is hard, I want you to obviously think that it's holy. But I also want you to break that down. And what what do you want to believe about the thing God's calling you to do? What do you want to believe? If we know that hard is making you fearful, making you delay, it's making you either fight, flight, or freeze, right? It's causing you chaos. Either you're going to burn yourself out by fighting super hard, or you're going to stay stuck by just staring at the computer screen, consuming information. Maybe you keep downloading the freebies. You keep getting more information because once you're ready, then you'll do it. That's the whole point is you're never going to feel ready. You're always going to come up with reasons why You're not quite there yet. And so instead of thinking that things are hard, I want to ask you, what do you want to think about the very thing God's calling you to do? This stretching season, this next level, this thing, God wants to take you from glory to glory. And so if he wants to do that, then glory to glory means you have to start writing a new story with him. The story that you've been stuck in, that this is hard, that I'm not good enough, that I'm not whatever enough, that I I can't do it. God wants to change the story in your mind. And so we always think new level, new devil. Well, I teach him made to flow. No, that's not true. Let's not give him, let's not give him credit that he gets bigger, that he gets badder, that he gets better, that he gets more intense. No, the same enemy that has been working since the beginning of time is working on you and me. And really, once we start to see his strategies, we can overcome him by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Man, this is turning into like a message, but I'm just flowing with the Holy Spirit. So I hope you were tracking with me. The whole idea that when we, whatever we think about something, is the reality. If we think it's hard, then it's going to feel hard. What if we, again, replace it with holy, but what if we replace it with, you know what? I want to believe that this is going to be fun. I want to believe that this is going to be joyful, that this is going to bring other people a solution to their problem. Whatever we think about something causes us to have emotions. It causes us to have feelings. And so I want you to say, what is that goal that the Lord has put on your heart? What is that vision, that dream that God has said, I'm calling you to write a book? What is the first thought that comes to your mind about writing a book? If you think that this is going to be hard, if you think that you don't know what to do, if you don't whatever, fill in the blank, you're going to have feelings about that. And your feelings cause you to make decisions. And so sometimes our feelings are lying to us the scared, the fear, the whatever. And so I want to encourage you. You were made to do, and I'm air quote, hard, because hard is relative. And I really want to encourage you that you were made to do holy things. You are his masterpiece, one of a kind. You are set apart. You are different. You are unique. 
And once you start to see that and believe that and speak that over yourself, hard really kind of dissipates. And it just becomes, this is part of the calling God has called me to do. And I want to do what the Lord has called me to do. I want to be more like Jesus. I want to be like God. You were made in the image of God. And so you were made to be holy like him, set apart, different, unique. And you can't do that apart from him. Apart from God, I can do nothing. Apart from God, you can do nothing. So what is the thing that God is asking you to do? This dream that you have in your heart that has been just sabotaged by fear, sabotaged by lies of the enemy. Maybe it's the hard. Well, now you know what to replace that with holy, fun, exciting. Whatever it is that you want to feel about that, whatever you want to believe about that, you have the power to choose what you want to believe about the assignment God has given you. And if you think it's hard in a bad way, then you're probably not going to do it. I hope this is speaking to you and encouraging you that you were made to do what now seems hard is really in fact you just becoming more like Jesus, surrendering your not enough, surrendering your shortcomings, handing him your pieces so that you can become his masterpiece. And here's the beauty of this, is that you become his masterpiece not for you, You become his masterpiece for him, for his glory, and for other people to see, wow, God is using her in an incredible way. Maybe it's a service that you offer. It's a product that you offer. It's a solution that you offer, but it's really your testimony. God used my brokenness, my pieces, and created a masterpiece with it. Not for me, but for him. Your healing, it's not just for you. Your growth is not just for you. Your finances, your wealth that God is giving you, it's not just for you. You becoming his masterpiece, it's not just for you. It's for him. It's for his glory. It's for his pleasure. You are his treasure. And it's for the world to see what he did in you and what he's doing through you so that they say, I want that. You, my friend, are made to do hard and holy things giving the Lord your pieces so that he can create the masterpiece that he created beforehand. Before you were even existing, he knew what he was going to do with you. That should give you the encouragement and the power and the excitement and the enthusiasm and the go-getter that you need, that go-getter like feeling that you want to have to go do the thing that he has created you to do. Again, I want to invite you to the master your kingdom mindset. It's not just about mastering your mindset. You've got to have a kingdom mindset. That's the whole concept. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. We often seek the wrong thing and so then all these things aren't added to us that we need to continue to fulfill our calling because we're seeking it in other places. But I want to encourage you that God has every single solution and answer to any problem that you currently have. And that even though it might feel a little bit scary, you were made to do hard and holy things. And he is waiting for you. The world is waiting for you. So join me for the masterclass. And then if you feel like you really want to go down this path, you absolutely can join me for the Made to Flow Academy, which is opening up um, here in a couple weeks. And so it'll be actually opening up at the end of the masterclass. Um, I'll be sharing more details about that. But I can't wait to see 
this sanctification, this set apart, this hard and holy stuff that the Lord's calling you to do, for you to actually do it and put it out there because you are going to help change the world and grow the kingdom of God through the things that he has created you to do. So Father, we thank you. We thank you that we are not in this alone. We thank you that you have created us to do what now seems hard. Really, Lord, that it in fact is just becoming holy, becoming set apart, becoming sanctified, becoming purified, becoming more like you. We were made in your image. So Lord, I pray for the woman who is battling with en the enemy's lies, who is believing the enemy's lies. Lord, I just speak over her and declare that she has the mind of Christ. Lord, may we have the mind of Christ, that we know truth, and that as we seek your kingdom, we find truth, and that we find the power that we need in you, the Holy Spirit, to do the things that you've created us to do long ago. Lord, we thank you for your plans for us. They are good. We thank you for the tools that you are giving us. And Lord, I just thank you for what you're doing in this Seek First community, showing us the supernatural tools that you want us to utilize so that we can fulfill our calling with more ease and more flow. So Lord, I thank you for these truths. I pray over the minds of the women listening that they have the mind of Christ and they take those thoughts captive when they think something is too hard and they replace it with your truth, that this is just them becoming more holy, more like you, and God with you, we can all do all things. So I thank you, we give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs>